basically what we're gonna do is dance. Please stop singing the Vanessa Hudgens sneaker song. Yeah, that's right, it's sneaker night. Please stop. That video was so cursed. She made me watch it. <laughs> this is I all Larry's fault. It's all Larry's fault. Oh, wait, Riley, you're in the wrong place. Our marks are going to be picking each other up, you idiot. Ah. <laughs> Megatron. Megatron. Megan the Stallion. Not what I was talking about. Hi guys, yeah. welcome to Grab Guys Podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Riley. And this week we're doing cool stuff, but I have like four corrections from last week first. Not oh. about any of the information I gave about Dean Coral. Alrighty. Just because of the stupid shit that came out of yours and my mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Yours Let's and my it. mouth. Let's get it now. Number one. Um, <laughs> Jesus was born on Christmas Day, the 25th. <laughs> Everyone who knows anything about Jesus decided to message me and be like, um, And message me as well. Oh, good. People message you too. Yeah. <laughs> they message both of us. Our friend Sydney also was like, um, um, I'm a Jesus person. And, uh, and, uh God damn it, you were wrong. Uh, number two, apparently I really didn't know what praline praline is because I thought it was more like a hard, like, bark. Uh, it's more like a Nutella y substance. Also, Sydney got on us on how we say praline it's 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 either praline or praline i know but it's she both. got upset yeah when people in texas do that yeah um let me Three? think yeah so well let me talk about praline praline so i was telling my mom about how we didn't know what praline was and while we were at albertson's and she was like praline's is what praline is in uh those seashell chocolates you eat and why you kind of have an allergic reaction to them because it's nut-based. And I'm like, oh, I like seashell chocolate. <laughs> it's just, it's just, idiot. yeah. You're fucking idiot. It's a, it's a, it's the inside of it. So it's, 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 it's more of a, like, yeah, it's more of a, it's not so much of a hard texture. It's, 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 it's a softer texture. Yeah. Sticky. Not sticky necessarily. More. No, but like a goop. Yeah, I'm thinking more so like mochi texture. To where it's more gelatinized. Okay. okay. It doesn't have gelatin in it, I'm pretty sure, but it's more, it's not. Sticky, sticky. You feel? It's not icky, yeah. picky. And apparently, so sticky. Just the thought of being around you makes me oh so sicky. Thank you. Hey, Vicky. Anyway, I forgot the name of that like character, and I had to like look it up. And it Chip Skylark. It's Chip Skylark, but yeah. I I forgot. I was like, it's Skylar. My shiny teeth that twinkle just, just like, like the stars in space. Because that icky vicky stuck in my head and I couldn't hey, remember the vicky, words. Yeah, you're so icky. Just the thought of being around you makes me oh so sicky. Who voiced him? Was it Jesse McCartney? Probably. Let's look it up. Take a shot. I literally don't know, but Jesse McCartney was a Disney Channel kid and uh, Fairly Odd Parents was Nickelodeon, so it's probably not. But it might be someone like that, like Aaron Carter or something. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hey, Vicky. Chris Kirkpatrick. Oh, isn't he like a little pop star? Maybe not. In sync. <laughs> I was right. I was right. I was in the. I was in the I right was area. Right. I was right. I was right. I was, I was right. I was in the right area. Thanks, um, Rachel. So yeah, mother corrected me on what praline was. Number three, I pronounced Sisyphean wrong. Oh yeah. It's I kept saying Sisyphusian because it's the tale of Sisyphus, and so my brain went ah Sisyphusian. Uh, that's only a word I've ever read. I don't think I've ever heard it out loud. So, um... We all have those words. Sisyphean is... And uh, technically, number four was that, uh, I also said Jesus wasn't real, wasn't a real person, and Alexis Medina was like, historically, 
he was a real person. And I was like, he was also just a really good, like, what, magician? <laughs> like, like, trickster? He's a trickster god? <laughs> and uh, I totally made Alexis fall out. Riley's making, like, the worst face because I'm being real sacrilegious and real blasphemous. That's really... I'm being real mean to religion right now. Yeah, you, re you really said thing fuck is, religion. But the thing is, karma got its kiss from me. And that's all. <laughs> to Jesus? To Jesus? <laughs> Jesus Someone was the was greatest magician of all time. Riley's really... <laughs> I hate that so much because it makes sense. I know. Water to wine is just red food coloring. It's just... It's just the... It's just the uh 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 what's that thing called? The plate the Plato effect, the Plato's effect, where like if you think about something, it becomes real. Like basic psychology. Like a tulpa? The fuck is a tulpa? So like Slenderman's a tulpa. Like kind of. Slenderman's a tulpa because you're thinking like a like a creature. But, like, a tulpa is something, like, you think it happens, and the more you believe in it, it becomes... Because you believe in it, it becomes real. Yes. yes so yes, Slenderman yes. became real, real when those when two those little two girls, girls decided to stab their friend. Yes. It's the, it's the same thing. So, like, if okay. he could heal people, then people believed Then people that. were healed. It people was very pseudoscience. Yes. Uh, not pseudonym, but a placebo effect. Placebo effect. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, I was. Okay. I, I Politus effect. Politus effect. Politus effect. Riley went too Plato Greek with effect. it. Riley went too Greek with it. <laughs> I really said philosopher over booker. Speaking of water into wine, Rachel is drinking a full <laughs> Shrek the Third McDonald's lead-based cup full of cherry Moscato. For this week's episode, we're talking about witchcraft. What are you talking about, Riley? Talking about tarot cards. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> For those of y'all who don't know, Rachel didn't know what we were talking about. I had no idea. We started. It, it, that's generally how it happens. For those of you who don't know, both Riley and I read tarot cards. Yeah. And I take mine to, to work, work. <laughs> because I offered to read tarot cards once, and then everyone was like, "Oh my god, you read tarot? Can you read mine?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can." So I just bring them like every day now. I don't even read them every day. But I take them every day He's in case anyone them. wants to read want, wants a reading and I have time. Bonding. Yes. And uh, I'm not, like, I'm super new to tarot still. Like, I've only been doing it, like, four or five months. Yeah. So any practice that I can get is nice. And there's and there and there's going to be a time later on where you can put your two cents in on how you read. I already do. But there's going to be a section for that. Okay. Oh, you're talking about on the podcast today. Yes. I thought you just meant, like... You're demeaning me. I thought I thought you were talking down to me. I was like, what? what? No, fuck, no, no, fuck, no, no, Riley. no. Like I mean, like, th like we're gonna talk about like how we specifically both. Are yeah. Right. Okay. 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 I thought you were talking down to me. Like, and eventually you won't have to look at the book and you can do it on your own. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean by that, Riley? Eat my ass. Oh no. I haven't no, even no, drink no, no. most of this wine and I'm already getting combative. <laughs> Rachel, you also just woke up. Rare. I did just wake up. <laughs> you had one meal. <laughs> you just woke up, and you're drinking wine. It's like two o'clock. It's, yeah, it's, it's, two two <laughs> it's 2 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, the and we really said rare cherry and wine. Sweet as cherry wine. That song's about domestic violence. Why do we always have the, the gay songs be sad? Hosier knows what he's doing. It looks ugly. Did you see? I don't think you did. Wait, Riley. So last night, Hosier was playing with filters on Instagram and meant to send. Yes. Like the like the face filters on Instagram. And he meant to send one to his friends. 
but he accidentally pu- pu- posted it on his public story? story, and it was how long was it up? How long was like, it up? Like like an hour or so or oh. something like that. But it was uh, him being like handsome Squidward, and doing the like ah ha ha fuck like thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> as handsome Squidward. And someone recorded it because yeah, like I'm crazy? trying to find it. Let me find it. And he apologized, but it's like it was a joke. We all got it. None of us were offended. What is what is there? to be offended by I don't I don't understand the fact that Hosier's online biggest online fuck up is accidentally handsome Squidward IG story is a testament to his character yeah, <laughs> I have seen this I have seen this yeah I've and seen he this on TikTok about that it's nothing that I baby, got really what confused when I saw that on TikTok and I was just like I don't know what this is so I'm gonna keep moving Let's see what his apology video is. saying is hosier this is a public announcement if you ever want to get married oh my let God, me Rachel. know holy Rachel, i love hosier please that was so Rachel, funny. i fucking y'all, beg of you y'all drinking in the chaos on twitter i love him rachel this also when i googled when i twitter searched hosier apology the first tweet says hosier's apology video for using the sexy squidward filter is more genuine than youtubers apologies for being homophobic and racist and that's on literally any fucking youtuber right now you're right Hosier accidentally posting himself with a handsome Squidward filter to his Instagram story rather than close friends and then doing a five-part apology for it. (laughs) Part one. The fall from grace. I love him so much. I love him so much. Hosier, Andrew, let's get married. Rachel, please stop being drunk and doing this. Not even drunk. Rachel, I wish you were. Andrew, 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 Andrew. Andrew. Rachel, I fucking beg you, shut the fuck up. episode's not about you and your love for hosier i don't think that this is about me um no i've told you like the only time i auditioned for the voice is if i knew i could make it all the way to where they get to sing with a celebrity yes and i would ask to sing with hosier yes and we could sing in a week yes but we would switch parts and Mm -hmm. i would sing the male part because you're scary Mm -hmm. and that'd be my whole thing on the voice i wouldn't be belting it'd be it'd be it'd be my man voice yeah because like half the people on the voice can belt but how many of those girls can hit like a d below middle c just just you know throwing that out there this threk threk fuck <laughs> this shrek the already Third cup has the babies on it <laughs> it is a horrible horrible looking cup. but it's not the babies as donkeys no that's that was a nightmare it's 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 the baby. This is it's also a, it's a nightmare. the triplets themselves 
How many days till Rachel gets lead poisoning? Put your comments down below. Riley, we've had these cups since the movie came out. If how I haven't many gotten days lead poisoning by lead now, poisoning? how many days have I had lead poisoning? Let's ask a doctor. Anyway, now that we're 12 minutes in, let's talk about tarot cards, Riley. <laughs> God damn it. We had to talk about Hosier, lead poisoning, and Trek, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think those are more important to start out an episode with. Blood is rare and sweet as lead poisoning. Oh, also, I started class this week. To everyone that started class, have fun. Riley just like finger gun pointed at the screen, but you couldn't see it because she's. I'm so awkward. Audio format. (laughs) I always forget. I always forget. Riley also (laughs) always forgets every time we go to record. She's like, "Are we gonna go film right now?" And I'm like, "You mean record? Like we go go record right now?" And she's like, "Yeah." Yeah, record. I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. <laughs> this isn't the time. This isn't the time. I can't make a Legend of Korra reference because you haven't watched it. I can't make a Legend it. of Korra reference because you haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't start this episode now. I can't start this episode now. So, hi, guys. We're going to be talking about tarot cards. Anyway, Riley, please go ahead. I'm going to start crying. Fuck you. You're so sensitive. We're in Virgo season. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> do you realize how sensitive Virgos are? They're still earth signs. I literally do know, yes. Then act like it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Me and Rachel have a time. Alrighty. You see, you you have a you have a sad gay artist. I have many sad gay artists. What is your point? <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> like, you you can have you you have like one main one. Yeah, that's Hozier. Yeah, yours is Hozier. I think mine is Mitski. Yours is Mitski. Yeah. I mean, do you listen to anything but Strawberry Blonde and like maybe one other song? No. Then it's not Mitski. Ah. Uh... I don't have one then, cause I listen. I've I I've, I listen to Hozier, but not often enough to where I would consider myself like a. Yeah, Rachel listens to it every night before she goes to bed. I, really, just thinks. I mean, I don't, but uh. She just I gets could. soothed by his voice. I do, honestly. <laughs> but okay, but Hozier goes on Instagram Live on Fridays just to read poetry. And while I do not go because I'm always at work on Fridays. Speaking of, you have work on Friday. I just picked up a shift for Friday. Yes. Um, I just, like, he's, he's just so cool. He read po- poetry out loud. I always would say posery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, posery nice posery with posier. Nice with... poser, with posier. Um, <laughs> po boy posier. Um, he read poetry aloud at his concert. It was real nice. Was it his poetry? No. It was about, um. You know, Ireland and Hozier is really socially active. Like the reason it took like five years between albums is because he was protesting the way the poor are treated and and the poor and the gays were treated in Ireland, and hey. including like barricading himself into protests and hey. shit. Hozier is literally a ride or die poet, uh, ride or die protest and activist. Um, also, his song "Jackboot Jump" is straight up a like like the old uh, Vietnam War songs, protest songs, and he released it. With money going towards some charity, I think it might be Black Lives Matter. It's it's one of the you know one of the 
one of the, like thousand of awful things that are happening yeah right now 2020 cannot get mm, i don't want to jinx it and say it but 2020 can get worse fuck 2020 donald trump could win again guys so make sure you registered to vote yeah. and vote even if you're someone because i know friends who people were like well i'm not politically minded i'm like cool so you have a lot of privilege and you need to use your vote to help those who aren't as privileged yep and i'm not going to name drop who that was because i think they've changed since then yeah but like even still that's that was a 2016 election when they told me that oh, and okay. i almost kicked their ass indeed but you know like i had green hair i could do whatever i wanted oh because it faded to green it's when we bleached it and it still and was, it green. was green and the 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 the, the, the uh, hair i went to who had been doing hair for like 20 years at that point was like i've never seen this happen and i was like fuck <laughs> shit <laughs> i remember that because i remember just because it went to sil- he dyed it quote unquote blonde but it was silvery green it was, it was a very, very light green tint, but I looked like Mirage from The Incredibles. Like, that's the color it was, with a little bit of green. Anyway, let's talk about let's Tarot. Let's talk about Tarot. Uh, now that we're 17 minutes in, fuck me. Jesus, alrighty. So we're going to talk about a little bit of history. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. Of course. So. To any people who are like, hmm, maybe I want to do tarot, maybe I do want to do witchcraft, do your research, do your history. Yeah. Learn like, things before you fuck with things, because, you know, otherwise you're going to fuck with some bad shit and end up hexing the moon, even though that was like a joke. Yeah, that was a joke, but it wasn't funny. It was a funny. joke, but it wasn't funny. So, therefore, it's not a joke. Uh, but do your history and do your research, because otherwise you're going to get your ass whooped by the fae. And uh, you don't want that. Yeah. Re- re- research is probably the most important thing in general to do with any- doing anything spiritual, because you could do something potentially dangerous to yourself or others. And others, yeah. And or others. And or others. Alrighty. So let's talk about the history of tarot cards. So tarot cards were originally playing cards. Yes. So they... Like a Ouija board. Hmm? Like Ouija board. It's a children's game. Yeah. Originally. Originally. Uh, playing cards first entered the the Europe. It first entered the Europe. I am half the... a glass in and I am too <laughs> drunk for this. Richard, you just said you weren't drunk. I said I wasn't drunk ten minutes ago and three sips ago. <laughs> Rachel, why do you have such it's a big, hitting my forehead. Why do you have such a big sip? Because I have a big mouth. That's your problem. Learn how to ration. <laughs> Rachel was not expecting that. <laughs> Learn how to ration? <laughs> this is... I love everybody because I love you. Alrighty. Playing cards first entered Europe in the late 14th century, most likely from Egypt. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, the first records date back to 1367 in Bernie, and they appear to have spread very rapidly across the whole of Europe, and it may be seen as, from the records, mainly of card games being banned. Being banned? Yeah, being banned. Why? Time to look it up. Everyone take a fucking shot. (laughs) I'm typing this with one hand. Blood is rare and sweet as cherry wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, uh, they f- they forbade card games work- on workdays in Paris. Similar bans were enacted throughout Europe as preachers sought to regulate card playing, convinced that the devil's picture book led only to a life of depravity. Yeah. Okay. Weren't wrong, though. Weren't wrong, though. Uh, 
Little is known about the appearance and number of these cards. The only significant information being provided by the text of John of Rangefelden in 1377 from Freiburg in Brigasu. It is French. I'm sure you did your best. I, <laughs> I do not do French well, so I will not try. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel leaned over because usually when I mess up words, she can usually do it well. And then you said French. French and I went, no thanks. Yeah, like half, of this, is the, half of this is French. Um, who, in addition to other versions, describe the basic pack of containing the still current four suits of 13 cards. Oh, nice. The courts usually being the king, Auburn, Hunter, the marshals, instead of the knight. Instead of the knight, yeah. Um, and dames and queens. Okay, so instead of page page it was a dame. dame yeah and then queen is queen the first documented tarot packs were recorded between 1440 and 1450 in milan ferrera florence and it's not bologna but it's 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 spelled bologna oh. but it's bologna and i don't know what i don't know which one it actually is isn't it like oh i have no idea like i know it in my head i know it when i hear it i don't people say it, i go oh that's spelled bologna but, uh, I have no idea how to say it. Are you looking at the IPA even though you don't know how to read IPA? Oh, I pressed the listen button, but then I realized I'm plugged in to the, to, to my your mic, mic. So I can't play it. I can't hear it. Well, you might be able to actually. Wait, let me see. In love everybody because I love you. Output. Bologna. 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 Yeah, so it's in Bologna. With additional trump cards with the allegorical illustrations were added to the common four suit pack. The so major the arcana. major arcana. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the new decks were called the Carte di da Trifoni, Triumph, which are also called Triumph cards. Triumph. It's spelled triumph, but if you're if you're doing it in French, it's triumph. The earliest documentation of Trifoni is found in a written statement in the Court of Records in Florence in 1440. Cool. They're uh, old. What? They're old. They're old as hell. Old as fuck. The oldest surviving tarot cards are the 15 or so Vis Visconti Serfosa tarot decks, painted in the mid 15th century for the rulers of the Duchy of Milan. It is incomplete, and it's in scattered museums around the world. That's cool, though. Yeah. And, like, they're, like... And, like, the thing about tarot cards is that all the illustrations are different, but they all represent different things, and th and that's why they're illustrated that way, to represent different aspects. So, like, if you ever... They're all different, but they're all illustrated different, but they all represent kind of the same thing. Yes. You but said different, different. Meaning, like, the Six of Cups is always the Six of Cups, but the way the artist illustrates it... Yes. changes the meaning just a little yes and the interpretation you did Sorry, not i did not say that correctly not at all what you said so i thought i'd thank clear you Ra that up i thank have to you, clear Rachel. up a lot about tarot when i'm doing them at work yeah because i also i do tarot and an oracle reading put together because i like yeah. reading tar oracle with tarot just because it gives you a general overall theme uh but we'll talk about the differences in a little bit i mean like i didn't mention oracle just because i'm like this is already a lot of information yeah 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 but, but i'll mention it when i get to talk about how i read Alrighty, cool um, so to stay tuned for that. If you're at work, you've already heard the spiel. <laughs> yeah, there's only like about 15 of these cards left, and they're in like museums and shit. Um, 
so this these although these games were banned they weren't like fully spiritual yet and so like a lot of people weren't like criticizing them because they weren't spiritual they were okay they, they were, were just card games they were just point. card yeah. games at that point they weren't against the church yet no. <laughs> no, no 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 not yet i'm not saying they're against the church now but i am saying like anytime you get anything vaguely spiritual that isn't straight up jesus gets viewed as witchcraft and people get burned at the stake yeah uh the original the game of tarot has many regional variations Tarocini has survived in Bologna and, Bologna, and there are still others played in Piedmont and Sicily, but in Italy, the game is generally less popular than elsewhere. Um, Do the- you think Sophia would read tarot? What? Picture it. 1942. Sicily. Oh my fucking god. Is it 18th <laughs> century? That's the 20th century. I know. Okay. <laughs> it was just but like- you still mentioned Sicily. And that and was enough. And my brain went to Golden Girls. That was enough. That was it would be enough. Uh, the 18th century saw Tarot's greatest revival as a game, during which it became one of the most popular card games in Europe, played everywhere except Ireland and Britain. Why not Ireland? <laughs> oh, and also the Iberian Peninsula and the Ottoman Bar- and the Ottoman ba- Balkans when they were still a thing. Okay, great. Love that for them, I guess. <laughs> They're gone. Fuck so your who cares? games. Yeah. Fuck your games. Fuck your games. So it was mainly it was a, it was also really a- the Irish and the English were like fuck no. that. But the French and the Italians were like, yeah. Um, the early evidence for the tarot deck used for cardomancy, which is the act of reading cards, yes. um, comes from an anonymous manuscript around 1750. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Only like 300 years ago. Yeah. Not very not very recent. Um, Italia was the first to issue a, dar- a tarot deck specifically designed for occult purposes around 1789. Uh, and Italia was the pseudonym for John Baptiste Aliette and was a French occultist who first popularized tarot cards and tarot divination um the first professional tarot occultist known in history are you going to explain what divination is i don't think so divination is the art act of using any like of using a tool to see the future not see the future but like to predict or help aid in knowing goals for the future so like tarot cards uh tea leaf reading stuff like that Thank you, Rachel. It's because we talk about this shit so often. Yeah. That if that. this is someone who doesn't know any of it. Yeah. Okay. If this is some, if we're somehow got into the hands of some good Christian girl from Oklahoma who's been homeschooled her entire life with her four brothers, she's not necessarily going to know what divination is. Yeah. And thank you for explaining that because yeah. I I do tend to skip over things like that. Because well, I'm, because we already know it. Because we yeah exactly. And, and it's not common knowledge to everyone. And I mean, like, if you look at the word, you would understand what it is, but a lot of people would just be like, well, I don't know what that is, so and I'm just not going to know what that is. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Divination. Thank you, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Think Trelawney from Harry Potter. Trelawney from she, Harry Potter. She's a divination teacher. The three most common decks used in tarot are the Tarot of Moisés, uh, the Rider-Waite-Smith tarot deck, yep. and the Thoth tarot deck. Yeah. How do you spell that last one, really? T H. O-T-H. You put S there. You put thoth. You put soth. I have a list. Thoth. thoth. I have a list. That's where your list would come in handy. You tried to overcorrect it and you put an S. <laughs> that is a two, list name. There are two th noises in one small word. It's not fair. I get it. But also. <laughs> I thought I was pronouncing it correctly. Thoth. In my brain. Try again. Thoth. Yeah. Okay. You got it right this time. No, that was just my lisp. Yeah. But that's how it's said. It's, there's no S there. It's not Soth. It's Thoth. T-H-O-T-H. I. 
It's hell. Welcome <laughs> to hell. <laughs> I can't. You are all stuck here. All right, so let's talk about the Tarot Masai. All right, it's a basic seventy-eight card deck. Uh, it's kind of like the younger sibling who doesn't really reach their full potential vibe, mm-hmm. kind of the, of the decks. Um, it's not really used for spiritual purposes. It's for the game. The game itself. The game itself. How do you play a game of tarot? I actually didn't check up on that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that's really like... interesting, but I don't. I think it'd be harder to get your hands on a deck of tarot for a game of tarot. Yeah. And then you and I would also be like the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So even though the other cards used for like. You can use them. It's like if like if you buy a playing deck and you're like, oh, this is just gonna be another cardomancy deck. You can still, like, you can still use them for spiritual purposes, but they're not. But that they're intended, intended for the gameplay. Got it. Got yes. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got um, it. Because I was like, why? <laughs> and what? so with each one of these, I'm gonna give you the vibe, how many cards there are, and a fun fact. Cool. You should have said that before you went to the first one. I apologize. Goddamn, really. Number of cards: seventy-eight. The vibe, vibe. little sibling, sibling that never reached their potential. potential. Fun fact: the labeling of cards is a practice of French origin, but Italians remember their names by heart. Especially the card number thirteen is generally left unlabeled in various old and modern versions of the Tarot de Masai. Because of the superstition around the unlucky number thirteen. Well, like the numbers there in Roman numerals, but it's not like labeled with like the the name. Do you do you know what do you know what card it is? What. Death. It's the death card. Uh, death. Yeah. So that's that yeah, also that's harps on why. the superstition around the number thirteen. Yes. 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 So Italians, which is really my said, lucky number. So Italians really said no. Italians are very superstitious people. Yes. Generally. All right. So now we're gonna talk about the Rider Waite Smith Tarot. Yes. Um, I actually didn't know this until like I started researching it, but it turns out that Rider was the company that produced the cards. Waite was like the spiritual person, and Smith was the person that did the il- illustrations for it. So it's I knew all their last Smith names. did the illustration. I just thought right yeah. away it was maybe like a couple or something. No, it's produced by the writer. Yeah, I, I obviously I got that. You just said it, but like, cause uh, when I bought my tiny writer weight Smith deck, cause I have yeah. one. Yeah. It's tiny and I don't like it very much. Um. I saw the illustrations by so and so Smith, so I was like, oh, that makes sense. Pamela Coleman Smith, a woman. Good for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so number of cards. 78. Yeah. The energy is of an accomplished older sibling who has made it in life. Because most tarot decks now are... Most tarot decks are in the style of, of Rider, Rider Waite. Waite. Yeah. Um, a lot of people buy Rider Waite because it's like the standard for spiritual... Yeah. I don't like the colors of it. Yeah, it's not. It's very much not your style. It's the classic tarot deck. Yes. But I just don't like it because I'm not... I go for the spooky shit. Yeah. And it's like not. It's not. It's not that it's not spooky. It's just like it's not as spooky. It's as, not my brand. Not your brand of scoop. Scoopy. It's not your brand of scoopy. It's my brand of scoopy. It's my brand of. It's my brand of scoopy. Spoopy. Ah, oh, Jesus. All right. Um. Wow. Speaking of, let me check my uh, email because I have a deck coming in soon. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and then another fun fact about the Rider Waite because it's special. Um. The summit imagery remains similar to that found in older decks, but overall, the the Waite Smith card design represents a substantial departure from their predecessors. So, like, when there was in Italy and France, and in the Tarot of Masai, uh, there were cards like the Pope and the Popus, uh, which turned into the Hierophant and cool, uh, thank God. the High like, Priestess. I was like, what the fuck did those turn into? The Hierophant and the High Priestess. So, yeah, uh, it, it took the 
it took more of like the Christianity out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obvi, and made it more occulty. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's look about the th- the the thoth. Thoth. Good job, Riley. Thank you. Okay, I just put so she a little quirky. Oh no! Oh no! I don't like that. <laughs> Sixty-four cards. Oh, okay. They cut down a lot of the major. Major Arcana, Arcana yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's both Arcana and Arcana, by the way. I'm just yes, uh, pretentious. We use some... Interspersed. Inters- inter- like it's like either either where one of them is just a little more British to say. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter. And even though like the 64 cards and their meanings are similar, um, all of the names are changed. What the fuck? <laughs> so it's not like the the six it's not of like cups. You have, yeah, it's, it's not like, like you have that. It's skeleton. like power. I've seen decks like that where they're like, "This is a tarot deck," and it's like it's power, a, and I'm like, "It's the thought. It's a thought That's odd. Ooh, that's yeah. So odd. she's a little quirky. She's a little quirky. So it gives us the vibe of the weird cousins who feels Ooh, underappreciated. I, I kind of want one now, though. It's it's very interesting. I'm a little quirky. Oh my god, but it is it is very cool. Um, the illustrations of the deck feature symbolism based on. Uh, Crowley, who was the person that invented the deck, uh, incorporation of imagery and many di- uh, disparate dis- disciplines. Uh, it's, it's the doubles, D's, um, including science and philosophy and various occult systems. So it it does more than just spirituality. It includes like science and philosophy into the deck. So I googled Thoth Tarot deck, and the first person that comes up is Alistair Crowley, and that's okay. Yeah, he's the person that made it. I know, but he's a big big occult figure yes and uh another name for this deck is called the book of thoth yeah um i'm not gonna fuck with things alistair crowley did <laughs> not gonna yeah because yeah, if i'm fair. if i remember correctly he's straight alistair crowley when was he alive because oh why am i on why did it take me to safari with the fuck <laughs> I'm drunk, so I'm not gonna remember this correctly. But big oof, big oof in the chat. I keep saying the chat is okay. He only here? died in the '40s, but Manson had something to do with Crawley in the later murders. Ooh, okay. In in the well, because they murdered like three people after the uh, either before or right after the big murders that the Manson family went down for. Yeah. Manson still never murdered anyone, but Alistair Crawley was mentioned somewhere in there. Or no, who am I thinking? I mean, yes, for sure, but also someone else. I listened to too much last podcast on the left, very obviously, but I listened to it while going to sleep. And they talk about Alistair Crawley a lot, but there was one of their serial killers or someone else, or it was like L. Ron Hubbard or something, who was this beginner of Scientology, by the way, who was like obsessed with Alistair Crawley. So yeah, that's one of the three most common types. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm gonna have to do a correction sense. on that next week when I'm not drunk, but also like I'm pretty sure I'm right. I love the a correction that's just a part of our episodes. It's because I speak out of my ass. Okay. <laughs> get your get your get your mouth out of your ass, Rachel. Not even your head, your mouth. <laughs> I will solely. <laughs> if you refuse to move your head from your ass, I will have it forcibly removed. Alrighty, so we're just gonna talk about basic card structure because whilst we did touch on it, we uh, we didn't really explain it. Yeah. Um. So. The standard tarot cards has 78 cards, and it's split into two halves, the major and minor arcana. Yes, and I'm going to guarantee right now when we're talking about standard quote-unquote tarot decks, we're going to be talking about anything in the Rider weight format. Yes. Which is where most tarot decks are. Yeah, Unless you specifically search out one or the other, they're mostly going to be, be in the, the Rider weight style, style, the 78 cards with the normal suit of 
cards and then normal suits of cards and then the hierarchy of the major arcana. Yeah. So that's that's what we're going to talk about standard. Riley should differentiate. She's going to talk about everything else, but definitely probably from here on out we're not going to talk about anything else. Yes. Uh yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, no, I'm just clarifying because I know I know what you mean, but again, but again, some people don't. Yeah, we devote our like at least three hours a day to this because yeah. we're annoying. Because we're annoying. Oh god. So let's talk about the major arcana. Yeah. Uh, the major arcana is the trump cards, the cards that I mentioned earlier with the history thing. It's a it's the twenty two cards, uh, that that are without like the suits. Yes. That's how I explain them too. I'm like, they don't have a suit. Some of them combine all four elements, but they're not necessarily suited. They're not. They don't. They don't pertain to one element. They are power on their own. Yes. Um. They typically are more uh powerful than a than a suited, suited card. card. These are also the types of cards you'll see in a movie when they talk about tarot cards. Even though, like, is it the nine of swords, the ten of swords, that really scary card? Nine of swords, uh, five of cups is really scary for Even me. Even though there are some really, really scary cards, if you're not into tarot, you're not going to get that. Yeah, so you're just going to see in a death, movie, in a movie, if the they devil. show you the lovers, the devil, the death, death. Even though the tower is scarier the than tower all is of those, all of those. Those are the ones that we show you in movies because they you automatically can get a connotation of oh what the lovers mean oh what death means yes even though it doesn't even though it means like new beginnings yes it doesn't even mean actual physical death it doesn't mean that you're gonna die that's like my main like bitch about like tarot cards in media media, is that like they're uh, they're represented she turned she gave me the death card and it was inverted and I'm like okay unless you're using a deck that. That just means you're resisting inver- change, my dude. Yeah, unless you're using a deck that also unless you're using a deck that qualifies inversions, the inversion could mean nothing. It could also mean nothing. Yeah. Eat my ass, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh so I'ma just list all the names of the major arcana. I'm not gonna really go into depth about what each card means. No, we'll be here ten hours. We'll be here too long. Um someone asked me, like, to explain some cards to them and I got through all the major arcana and I was like, Oh my god. It just took me two hours. Yeah. And I was typing all of it, so my fingers were like... Crap. I would have just been like, Google's free. Yeah. It's because, like, you know, it's You not, could actually... Um, you, could, you can I Google will all the meanings. I will if you want me to. But the thing is, if you're actually looking into it for yourself, like, to become a baby witch or start reading tarot, yeah. you need to do that research for yourself. It's not going to yeah. stick if I just tell you it once. Also, you're just not going to learn how to research You're your not going to learn stuff. how to research, yeah. So, I'm going to cripple you going forward. Yeah. So... I didn't know this, but it's like some car, some. Okay, I'm gonna just read it first, and then I'll say what I didn't know before. Okay. So the magician, the high priestess, the are you empress, going zero to twenty-two? Starting one to twenty-two. Okay. The magician, high priestess, empress, the emperor, the hierophant, the lovers, the chariot, strength, the hermit, wheel of fortune, justice, the hangman, death, temperance, the devil, the tower, the star, the moon, the sun. You missed the fool. Uh, I missed. Oh, I missed judgment of the world. That's why I was confused. Um, judgment of the, the world and the fool. And the fool. Uh, actually, some cards place the fool last, even though it can be either zero or twenty-two. I always, I always, all my decks haven't met zero. Same. Uh, and that's why I was like, I didn't know that. Uh, but yeah. some, but some actually have the fool as twenty-two. Instead I see of why. Zero. I get why. Yes. But the thing is, okay, my, my, my cute little tarot deck, the first one I got, the first tarot deck I got, because I got an oracle deck first. The first tarot deck I got, the fool is a little duckling. And it's my favorite card in that deck, because it's just so cute. 
Yeah, the, the full card is actually a really cool card. Yeah. It's a really good card. And my card. scary, mean, bitchy deck. The, the the moon deck I have. The mm -hmm. the new moon. or the new... No, because I have a moon oracle deck. But uh, it's the deviant moon deck. It's the slender ones, right? Mm -hmm, the slender ones. Mm -hmm. They're longer than you know, my other decks. The moon. The full scary. <laughs> He's yeah. a scary bitch. Half those cards yeah. are really scary. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah, in yeah. illustration alone. Alrighty. So let's talk about the minor arcana. Minor arcana. Uh, consists of 56 cards divided into four suits of 14 cards each. I like to explain this as, like, just normal playing cards. Yeah, um, whenever I explain it when I'm reading tarot, I'm like, so d what do you know about tarot? All right, so, uh, each deck, or the deck has four suits of, like, uh, four suits of cards, which are, like, heart, spade, club, diamond, uh, but it is wands, pentacles, swords, and cups. And then on top of that, there is a major arcana, which are more powerful cards that you see in movies. That's how I explain it at work to people who have, who have never read tarot. And that's actually a great description. That's basically because what you an, said here. It's a really e easy layman's description, and it puts yeah. it into terms and wording that even if you don't know shit, you can understand. Yeah, because everyone's played with like a playing card. Deck. Yeah, or they played solitaire on their or computer. They solitaire, or like yeah, they they understand how a basic card deck works. So it so it, relating putting it in terms it. that relate easily into your brain already is super it's super, super nice. easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but just to just to reiterate, we'll let Riley do it in the way she prepared. Now that I've taken over. <laughs> I mean, like, it's whatever. Uh, ten numbered cards and four court cards. Court cards are the king, queen, knight, and page slash jack and in each of the four tarot suits. Uh, traditional Italian suits are sword, batons, coins, and cups. But oh, that's cool. Batons are... Uh, are wands? Wands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And rods are staves, and the coin suit is often called pentacles or discs. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, batons? Yeah. Oh, no. I Rachel has a okay. I'm gonna tell you something. When you, if you want to get into tarot, you will get addicted to buying decks because they are so they're so cool. They're so cool. And once you and find the design, like the style of deck you, you like, like, oh, oh you're oh fucked. Boy. Oh like boy. my style of deck because you can go on Etsy and they're only each deck can can range between like twenty and sixty dollars. Some of them yeah. get up to the hundreds, but I'm never going to buy a hundred dollar deck unless I'm actually rich. So, um. There's this really pretty, like, all-black deck that I want, though. That's, like, 100 bucks. Did you see it on TikTok? I saw it I on TikTok. So. I think I have seen it. Ugh, I want it. Um, but I'm not going to spend money on it while I'm still poor and living in at home. So. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. You're going to end up buying decks because you're going to find the style you like. I, like, I tend to go to the gother emo a little scarier side because I am a little scarier. And I just, it's, that's my aesthetic anyway. Whereas Riley tends to stay towards pastel pastel uh i like doing i like watercolor personally. i would say which is funny because the first deck i bought her was this, well, this watercolor, watercolor deck. deck because um, i saw it because my best friend in high school read tarot and she once told me that uh your first tarot deck should always be gifted whilst it is tradition that's a tradition it's not a it's, it's not a rule. it's not a rule you can buy your own tarot deck yeah and so to. i gifted riley one for her for christmas in 2018 yeah it's it's, it's we're nearing up on two years boy yeah buddy and then uh i saw that one and i was like oh that's riley's vibe and i bought it for her and i just accidentally set the vibe for her right. entire tarot but the thing is you were right you were right yeah uh, and then when I was looking at mine, I was like, your first deck should always be gifted. Maybe I'll just wait for someone to gift me a tarot deck. And I waited two years and happen. I never got one. So I bought one for, I bought several for myself. Yeah. Like it, it's not, I know me. It's, it's not the, it's, it's a tradition, it's but, nice, it's, not but it's not a rule. Like if I had a daughter or a son who wanted, to, if I had a child, if well, you had a child who, who wanted, wanted to, to read it, it I would buy would them a deck. One. Yes. Because since then they would be generational witches and that'd Which be cool. Be cool. Um, God, I wish I was, but my mom is too scared. 
Alrighty. So, now we're moving on to section. So, how does it work? How do you know that it's real? Yeah. And so, people have many theories about it, but everyone has their own interpretation of how it works. Yes. Um, I can share mine if you want. If you can share yours if you want. Yeah, I definitely will. Alrighty. Cool. So, I'll do it after I'll explain the ones that I could find online. Okay. Uh, well, mo- uh, this is just a basically an option of what I just kind of said. Um, but when... What most readers say the tarot can enlighten you about the choices you have. The mm-hmm. cards don't tell you what you should or specifically do. Yes. Um, but rather the possibilities depending on what path you take. Yeah. And so I feel like people don't realize that. So I feel like I had to put that there just in case. Mm-hmm. So let's let's dive into a couple of theories. Um, uh, one of them is called Synchronicity by Carl Jung. Synchronicity, man. By Carl Jung. I like the theory of synchronicity because I feel like it lines up very well in my life. That's why mom. Yes. My mother constantly tells me that my timing's been perfect since I was born. Yes. Because like, oh, they just happened to revamp the music theater program, the year I st- the before I started, and I was the first kid on the new degree. I just happened to like everything in my life just happened to line up perfectly, for no reason. And that's the theory of synchronicity. Yes, it is. And it's the basis of the theory of synchronicity. Yeah. Riley, go ahead. All right. So Carl Jung believed that in addition to the the repeatable cause and effect relationships on which the scientific world is so strongly based, there's also another connecting principle that does not share the cause and effect relationship. He calls this principle synchronicity. According to Jung, synchronicity explains the guiding forces in the universe. Things that we might see as a coincidence are actually signs that can help us make decisions and guide our lives if we recognize them. Yes. Uh, there are people who believe that... Uh, those are... There, uh, boop, 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 boop. Sorry. I'm losing my words. There are those who believe that because the forces of quantum mechanics affect the reality of physical objects, tarot cards might play the role of showing us paths and patterns and helping us understand the meaning of those guiding energies. And I put in parentheses, uh, quantum mechanics explains the relationships of particles and the random in- interconnectivity with behaviors being probabilities rather than certainties. Yes. So to dumb this down with Rachel's drunk brain is Thank you, Rachel. tarot cards are showing you what the universe because okay what synchronicity is saying is that science might be lacking we can explain everything through science except for the things we can't explain yes like we can't explain yet why twins who are separated at birth will still grow up and lead the same exact lives and then meet each other in the future and be like whoa we had yeah yeah. that's a synchronicity so tarot cards are a tool to view those synchronicities or tell you or help aid you in those synchronicities and find what universal path uh, you should be on yes or you could be on Yes. They're um, a tool. Yeah, tarot cards a tool. are a tool. The yeah. spirituality and the, t- the power from it comes from the reader. It comes from you. Yes. So it doesn't... Tarot cards aren't inherently scary because if they're sitting by themselves, they're not doing anything. No, they're not going to be like, oogie boogie. They're not going to sit in your deck. They're not going to sit on your counter and be like, ha ha ha, you're going to die. Nah, that's me saying that, bitch. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. I'm glad that you made your tarot cards French. <laughs> right, tarot you cards. have to explain the me. <laughs> It's because Jason Derulo is a French name. Yeah, Jason Jason Derulo is like French or something. He's super and French, he, yeah. And his last name is like. Shortened. It's actually spelled with like the. With like the instead E-U-X. of the O, it's the E A U X. So it's J- it's Jason Derulo. Anyway. Oh god! I just imagine just in the, the middle. Tarot, of, my tarot cards right are now named Jason Derulo. Just right before DJ falling in love, it's just Jason Derulo, baby tonight. I'm almost out of god. line. By the Got way. it. Thanks, Rachel. Um, God, I love the taste another, of cherry-flavored lead poisoning. Another theory that I found online is called projecting. And some say it all, uh, yeah. just, some say it all just boils down to your subconscious mind. Arguably, how we perceive things relies heavily on our subconscious, 
And there are those who believe that with tarot, the subconscious projects its own interpretation on the tarot cards. Yes. That one's not as hard. That one's almost like the placebo effect. Yeah. So you see it because your subconscious wants you to see it. Yes. Where, like, because the whole thing with placebo, which we explained a little bit earlier, but placebo, yeah. what placebo, or we talked about it, what placebo is, is like a sugar pill. So you take yeah. a pill, believing it'll help you, and therefore it helps you, even though it's just sugar, because your brain says, ah, it's helping me, and it fixes whatever it does. Yeah. It's also the Alexander technique if you're a theater person. Some say it all boils down to your subconscious mind. Oh, I just I just copied the same thing twice. Love that. Love that for um, us. The Rorschach. The Rorschach. The Rorschach inkblot test you the same principle. Yes. Uh, in a subconscious. Rorschach. So, so if you're like, I don't believe it. I believe in science. Well, this is based in science. Cool. A lot of this is a lot of what tarot, how tarot works that? is based Bitches. in science. Um, it's based in science. So, and then I just put my own personal interpretation and dash Riley just talk. So. How I personally view how oh, my okay. yeah how I personally view how my tarot cards work is that I believe that we all have spirit guides and this is a lot of what I believe personally. So I believe that we all have spirit guides and when I sit down to do a tarot card reading, my spirit guides and and the other person's spirit guide are working together. They're to also get sitting that down person, in a meeting, sitting down in a meeting and communicating through me to tell them what path they're on, tell them where they're at, tell okay. them how to tell them what choices they can take and what the outcomes will be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I personally see it. Um, and it's worked for me so far. So, yeah. yeah. So for me, tarot is a really big energy thing. And uh, the first time I touched tarot cards, my hands started, like... So when I talk about tarot and things like that, um, I feel energy in my hands. And this is about to get really hippy-dippy for those of you who don't care. I don't care that you don't care. This is what I'm feeling, so eat yeah. shit. And if you do care, cool, listen up. So I feel energy in my hands. So if you've ever seen me read tarot... Uh, what I'll do is I'll have the other person shuffle the cards because it's putting their own personal energy into the cards and the cards are feeling it out. Oh, same. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, really we're combining our energies. It's much like Riley's except spirit guides are a little hip, not hippy dippy to me, but they're a little out of my realm of what I think. Yeah. The, just the terminology spirit guide. Yes. Not necessarily the energy that comes with it. Yeah. So it's an energy thing for me and, um, when we shuffle together, like, because what I'll have them do is, uh, I'll shuffle a little bit when telling them what tarot cards are, and then I'll have them shuffle the tarot cards and split them into three piles before, or however many piles, whatever. Uh, usually I'm doing three card readings, which is why I say three piles. Uh, and then based on the combination of our energy is how I pick that card, uh, for, for their reading. So generally it'll be the one on top, but unless something comes out while I'm holding my hands over it, uh, then... I'll feel the energy of the cards, feel it out, see what card is calling for their energy. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. They're foc- when, I, when they shuffle, I tell them to focus on what they're thinking, what, anything that's bothering them. Yeah. Or any question they want answered. And I always make the joke like, not am I going to eat a Big Mac tomorrow because that's a yes or no question and you can make that yourself. The tarot cards are not going to be like, yeah, eat a Big Mac. But they are going to be like, hmm, is my move to New York feasible? Ooh, I burped. Sorry, it was a wine burp. Is my move wine to New York burp, feasible? Wine burp. And they'll tell burp. you. Uh, again, mostly I do past, present, future, so that's what I'm talking about mostly. But yeah. so when they split them into three cards, I'll hold my hands. I'll touch each deck and see which one is yelling past, which one's yelling present, which one's yelling future, just by how much energy they're giving back to me. Mm-hmm. And that sounds very odd if you've never had a tarot reading. <laughs> but then that's how I'll discover it because it's our energies mixing and it's the energy that quantum mechanic uh, synchronicity energy of the universe Telling me, oh, this is what needs to be told. This is what needs to be said. Yes. And then I, and then, in turn, I then become a tool 
for self-discovery and for um, enlightenment enlightenment and just deciphering these yes. cards and deciphering what they mean and how they relate to you yeah 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 uh i didn't really go extremely well, deep on how i pull cards that's how i would say unless you're talking about that later riley that's how i unless we're talking about that later that's just because that the energy plays into the how i pull cards so i had yeah. to explain one to get to the other yeah uh for me it's just like i just kind of like feel it out see if something vibes and okay. i pull it out of the deck i don't have them split it i i pull the cards out i have them shuffle it from the start yeah i pull but i'm the one pulling the cards yeah, out yeah, yeah. Um, I do that with Oracle. Yes. Do you want me to explain Oracle right here, or is there a better place later? Uh, there's not really a better place later. Go ahead. So Oracle cards are like tarot cards, but they're super, super general. So that's like the easiest base way to explain it. Oracle cards don't have as many rules as tarot cards, especially like the yes. Rider Waite system, where Oracle, like when I'm explaining it, I'll pull out the two Oracle decks I carry with me, and one is 70 cards, and the other one is 35. Yeah. And it's because oracle cards do not have the rule basis that tarot cards do. They don't have the structure. They don't have that skeleton. They can be whatever the artist wants them to be. Yeah. So the, my big deck of oracle cards is um, literary witches. So the first, like, 30 cards are these beautiful illustrations of women authors who wrote either witchy things or were considered to be witches at that time. And, like, Sappho is one of the ones in there. Virginia Woolf, Toni Morrison, cool things like that. Or cool people like that. And then the rest of the cards are witchy um, elements. So, like, a braid, a book, a doll, cool stuff like that. And they all have, like, a three-word meaning. Whereas my tarot deck has a paragraph for each card. Because they yeah. have more rules. They have more structure. They have a deeper history. Yes. Than this one tarot deck that was drawn... Or that one oracle deck that was drawn in 2012. Yeah. Uh, like, whilst you could pick up most tarot decks and they can have like the same yeah generally yeah. if you don't have a book for a tarot same deck meaning. as long as you know what the tarot means you can basically you can basically do it yeah uh, with oracle cards Ugh. every single deck is different every yeah. single card has different meanings mm -hmm. than any other deck so oracle decks are also very personal i believe they are there i don't they, like people touching my oracle decks unless i give them permission yes. just because uh like they don't my friends won't shuffle my oracle decks unless yeah. The one I do let them touch a lot is my moon deck, which is the 34-ish card one, and it has a bunch of positive affirmations on it. And I, while that one's an oracle deck, I see it more as like a wellness deck because yeah. each one is something that's really nice to carry throughout your day. Yeah. Where it's like I am the master of my emotions and can show them freely. That's a nice little mantra to have for your day. So I let my friends go through that because um, I think that that deck is just really nice to share with people. That's a sharing yeah. deck. Whereas my literary witches card decks, I'm like, we can step back yeah that one has my energy just entwined in it because i'm a scary literary bitch and this that's the first deck i bought yeah because i saw it and i was like that's me yeah that's straight me if stephanie meyer wasn't such a bitch she'd be in that deck yeah she wasn't a fucking mormon she'd be in that deck if she didn't love khaki pants if she didn't go mm, i'm sexually aroused by the color khaki she'd be in that deck she'd be in that fucking deck uh I think I I personally agree with the oracle card thing. I whenever I do use oracle cards, I don't use I typically don't use them often. Um, but when I do, I don't like people touch them. I don't like when people touch yeah. them uh, unless I'm like showing them exactly what card I already pulled for them. Don't like showing it because half the time I'm already having them shuffle the tarot cards. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just like it'll just be easier. And it'll faster. be easier and faster if I look if at you I, and I focus, I on, you, your focus energy, on your energy and shuffle just, them, pull our general reading for the card or pull then, our general card for the reading, and then we go off. Yeah. That's exactly... Oh, uh, we read the same. 
We do, but we and don't. I d- and we don't. We re- Riley and I. Okay, so this is a very good indicator of who we are as people because Riley yes. and I are the same person, but we're not. Yes. We're siblings and we're very close siblings and we have a lot of the same things that we do. But then the things we do different, we do vastly different. And that's yes. the same with our tarot. We read basically the same, but also completely vastly different. Yeah. Um, I like to look at cards and see what's on the cards. And that's why I think I like watercolor decks, especially because I can, I can play interpretations on colors as well as the images themselves. Yeah. Um, but I also, I'm also not a big fan of backgrounds. Like, whilst backwards are important, I don't like them for my personal tarot cards. So whenever I... You prefer look... the subject rather than the full picture. Yes. Um, just because I... On a deck, not a, not on a, a de- On a deck. On a deck. Um, so whenever I look at tarot cards, that's typically what I look for. Okay. Yeah. That's good to so, know. So that's how... Easy presents for Riley, like, for Christmas and birthday is, like... <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. Especially when, like, you find a vibe, you know exactly what vibe it is. You... If you've ever seen Riley's tarot decks, you know the vibe. You know the vibes. Um... Alrighty, so now that we're done talking about our personal experiences with tarot, uh, I, ha- I have this last section, which is, I'm interested, now, how do I start? Ooh, that's a very good section, I like yes, that, because I didn't know where to start, I just bought a deck and went with it. Well, yeah, because <laughs> the best advice is to buy a deck and just go with it, oh, fuck because yeah. it's your own it's your own journey, it's your own yeah. practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, um, and just do readings, do readings on yourself, do readings on the people around you, if they're comfortable, if, you, if they allow them, what's up, Rachel? I'm making a face because Riley said do readings on yourself, but Riley hates reading herself. I do not like reading myself as often because I like reading other people before me <laughs> because I don't like getting called out often. Uh, Whereas I'm like, am I a bitch? Tell me I'm a bitch. <laughs> Tell me I'm a bitch. Tell me it's I'm a because, bitch. It's because personally, cards have different vibes to them. Cards are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also it depends on Riley's decks versus my decks. Yeah, like I have a deck that's... Th- my first deck is not a sugarcoating deck, but I have a sugarcoating deck. So yeah. if I want something that's, like, a little lighter and I'm more sensitive, I'll be like... <laughs> come here. Come here. Cries. Please. That's so funny because <laughs> I've seen you me. do this. I've seen you shuffle while sobbing. So I have shuffled really while sobbing before. And see, like, my sugarcoating deck is my first tarot deck. Mm-hmm. And my newest tarot deck is the scary one that calls me a bitch. Yeah. And I take the sugarcoating deck to, to work. work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my friends, though, was like, I didn't listen to the cards. Can I have another reading? And I'm like, cool, I'm bringing the mean deck. And he was like, bring the mean deck. And the mean deck wasn't that mean to him, but he was like, I knew that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, see, it was a mean deck. He was like, it wasn't mean to me. And I was like, it mm. was it was harsher than the other deck would have been. It's 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 more direct. Yes. That's what and it that's is, but people don't understand the difference that. between direct cl- clarity and uh, cruelty. Yes. And it's, it's, it's very different, especially yes. when it comes to decks. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, just a personal tip when you do readings and stuff, uh, try buying a tarot, tarot cards with guidebooks, um, especially at the beginning. Yes. Because some decks do not come with guidebooks. I require decks with guidebooks just because I also like to hear what the author and the illustrator think about each yes, card. indeed. Because it also helps with the reading because they'll be like, oh, I drew this because it helps with the meaning of this in this yeah. deck specifically. And that's what makes decks unique is how the illustrator drew it. So yes. how that's how they're interpreting it. So I love a deck that tells me this is why I did that. And, like, some, some tarot decks don't like inversions. Yeah, my first tarot deck says inversions don't mean shit. And I'm like, yeah. but inversions mean shit. And then when I would do a reading with it and I would try to add the inversions, sense. it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. And so all decks are different. Because you find a deck that you vibe with, but you also have to find the vibe of the deck. 
Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. You find a deck that you vibe with, but then you also have to find the vibe of the deck. And so I also put, especially when you're starting out, creating a personal connection with your cards help a ton. So if you're just shuffling to them while listening to like music or like watching something, yeah, um, it's bonding. It's that's, bonding between you two. Yeah, the thing I would do because I got my first tarot deck during or my first decks during quarantine. Yeah, I ordered so them. A lot I literally of, a ordered them like the self, day before quarantine. The day before my work stopped. Yeah. yeah. They before my work closed. Uh, but if I wasn't playing Animal Crossing, I was watching something on Netflix or Hulu and while shuffling my do, deck. And you, and you want something to, to do, do with, with my hands. hands. Uh, we're both in that weird way. Yeah, ADD uh, man. Uh, I also put bonding with your deck by learning about your deck. Okay, you deck can also bond interview. with you can bond with your deck by learning about your deck with deck interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also a simple tarot spread that you can look up online and find out about your relationship yeah what they think you are out firsthand what you think they are what they what they are yeah there's different kinds of deck interviews and you really just got to read through a bunch of them and see which one you vibe with most my yeah. deck interview has like nine questions in it i believe mine is we also believe it's the same deck interview um, i don't think we do because you said you'd send me yours and you never did i sent it to you on tiktok i believe but oh, i don't cool. remember well i didn't get we the have, one from tiktok we have, I have two a different, different ones one. okay yeah. But oh, so I we, think they both have nine questions each. Okay, cool. But they're probably they're the same questions, but they're in a different format right. or they're in a different uh, place setting. Yeah. Uh, whilst place settings are important, I don't I don't really touch on them in this episode. But they're, they're important, and then they're not. Yes. It really, because you can create your own tarot spreads. You can create yes. your own tarot readings, and really, it's just about comfort comfortable comfortability with with the reading. So yes. if you're reading one through nine and you don't like the way it's flowing. Eh, change up change the way the, the, pl- the cards are set. Maybe it, maybe maybe it'll that'll help. help you. It's really about you as a reader. Yes. Um, uh, t- 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 another good spread to start out with is the one two threes. Um, yeah. Past, present, and future, mind, body, soul. There's so many variations on one two threes. You can you can yeah. You there's can, lists. There are lists. so many, and especially if you if you vibe with a tarot deck that gives you a bunch of uh, of deck of spread options yeah in the back that also really helps because Some, also you yeah. have you have the author's permission not permission but like you you have that guidance from your author yeah. as well I'd say it's guidance more so than permission because yes. i'll do whatever the fuck i want with my tarot deck because yes. it's mine and it's my energy and i vibe with it and it vibes with me but uh especially when you're starting out and starting yes. with a deck it's really nice to be like oh so what deck what spreads do they recommend yes so like my first tarot deck recommended like three or four different kinds of spreads yeah um, and, but they also included like one of those three or four was the daily card, and I like pulling yeah. a tarot um and by two oracle cards daily. So my literary, which is since I've already talked about my oracle card so much, my literary, which is and the positive affirmations oracle, which is my other one. Yeah, I pull each one of those a day and a tarot card a day. Not each, not a tarot card from each deck because all my decks are, you know, tarot. Different. Yeah. Uh, but just from whatever one I'm vibing with. Yeah. Just off the top of um, my head. And then my last bit, bit of, like, advice to help out newbies. And then you can offer anything that I didn't oh, cool. say or, or anything you want to say. Yeah. Um, I also think getting readings done on you. Yeah. It can be, like, from a professional reader or, like, even online or even, like, your weird witchy friends. Yeah. They might introduce you to the world of tarot beyond this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you're not – if you don't if you don't really feel comfortable buying a deck at first, um, maybe get reading done on you by your weird friends. Or if you don't have weird friends – Riley and I are your weird friends is what Riley we're saying. I, Riley and I <laughs> – I'm the ah, drunk one. Ah, I'm out of wine. My Shrek mug is empty. We share one brain. Stop being drunk. The <laughs> brain cell is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but, like, I even – I don't even like I would even recommend like tarot cards on YouTube because yeah. you can pick 
your card. You're using your own intuition to pick the cards, and they give you a reading based, based off, off you of that. Pick. Yeah, so it's it's still very energy based. Yes, and, and it helps you, and it helps get a vibe of like how some people read, how different people read with mm-hmm. different cards, different oracle decks. It's a very good introductory thing. Um, so yeah, that that's oh, my tips. Yeah, let your me tips? see my tips because I'm still like again, I've only I have had my tarot deck. What what month are we in? Eight. I've had my tarot since. Since March? three, yeah. Three? So, so five again, months. five months. So I'm still very, very new, and I make sure I tell everyone that when I read them, it's like if yeah. this doesn't make a lot of sense, let me know. Yeah. Because then I need to think about how I'm interpreting things and how yeah. I'm reading. Because you're very good. I am. It's it's I, it's very intu- intuitive. Yes. So, I just happen to know people, and people, I don't know if it's because of my Taurus moon, that people feel always feel comfortable with me. They end up telling me a lot about themselves. It's your I always end up knowing a lot about people. And yes. it's because I'm curious. It's because I like people. And I, if you're my friend, I want to know things about you. So that way, if I see something and I'm like, oh, that makes me think of this person. Like, that's friendship. Yeah. Right? And so, I like... It's really... I haven't read A Stranger. Yeah. Um, I th- That's harder. That honestly, harder. for me. Because when I read someone and I know a little bit about what they're probably thinking about, I can be like, oh, this is obviously why that means that. This is obviously why that means that. Yeah. Without getting too personal, like, well, you were attacked. This is why it's... Yeah. That's yes, crazy. Yes, yes. That's, that's scary. Don't and do also, that. And also, like, it's not even, like, a basis of, like, you know exactly what they want to hear no, or you know exactly with what they know to... yeah. you want. It's a comfortability with them to know that they're going to accept what I'm saying. Yes. Because it probably relates. And um, I think a little thing on the past, present, future readings is... Mm-hmm. This is what I found because I read one of my managers at work who's not skeptical but he was like that's of the devil and then sat and well i did like three tarot readings was like can you do me a reading (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is like it's fine because you know it's interesting and if yeah don't let anyone pressure you into giving readings or to doing readings or to getting a reading done for you so if you don't feel comfortable with getting a reading don't do it don't do it if it goes against your religion and you're really and you're really set in that don't let anyone pressure you into doing that because yeah, then you're gonna feel guilty up. and it'll be fucked up yeah it's not it's, it's not gonna go well for you no it's and, and like it's and like you shouldn't feel pressured into doing this you should want to yes. do it so and so while i do say i bring my cards to work every day there are days where people are like hey do you have your cards and i say no because i'm like super tired or i'm there was this yeah. one day like two or three weeks ago where i just woke up in this awful awful mood mm-hmm. ugly ugly mood and i looked at my cards and i was like i'm not bringing those today i'm not touching them while i'm like this yeah because then that puts a negative energy into them. Correct. Even if it's just for the day, even if I clear them, like, I'd still feel bad about it Yeah. later. Because you're creating, like, a friendship. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like releasing, like, all your bad feelings yeah. on, like, a friend and your friend just being, like, trying to take it. And, like, yeah. they're, they're doing their best. And it'll get better over time, but you better. still have to deal with it tomorrow. You, yeah. You, you still have to deal have to... with that energy and what you've done. Yeah. The repercussions. Yeah. So later. just some days you just... You got it, and that's you fine. Got, you just got to learn what mm-hmm. the vibes are with your personal and your relationship limits. and your limits, especially your limits. I was Ugh. thinking about it the other day, and I'm very glad that there's only a bunch of uh, not elderly readers, but it, it very ex- advanced readers, people who've been doing it for a long time at like the psychic fair, because the psychic fair is like five hours long. Yeah, and they are doing readings back to back to back to back. I'm back sure they can take breaks back. whenever they want because it's their own booth and they're self. They're entre- They're being entrepreneurs at that point by get- yeah. by setting their own rates and everything like that. But it's also just a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. That room yeah, when we went to the psychic room, fair, oh it was God. overwhelmingly energetic with and all the psychic energy. And I, I loved it. Me too. I loved it. Riley and I loved it. We were there like, oh my God, yes. And yes, but our mom we were, we... drained instantly. instantly. She walked in, looked at rocks, and went. 
I need to go sit outside and sat outside for like two an hour. And that's fine. Well, we got our readings and then we had her come in and do a, a an energy clearing. Yeah. Clean, cleansing clearing. Yeah. And she felt so much better. And then she was literally able to do a reading. Yeah. And got a really good reading. And okay. So let me get on the way. I said I was going to say about past, and future real quick. And yes. then I'll get it back and then we'll on go back what to considered this... is considered a good reading. Yes. Okay. So my was saying about past, present, future was that my manager, uh, I gave him a reading and we were talking about the past card and very specifically how any of the decks, any of the cards in the deck could have been his past card because yes. any single, if you are a human being over the age of eh, five, you will have, have experiences everything. Yes. Not everything like, oh, I lived through 9-11, but everything yeah. on the range of emotion, everything, you will have experienced a loss. Yes. Whether it be of a family member or even just, like, your toy that you sleep with every night. Yeah. And at, at five, that's that's obviously a huge loss. Yeah. But you will have experienced grief, anger, sadness, happiness, joy, elation. You will experience a full range of human emotion to where any card you pull for the past will be in your past. But the thing with the past cards in readings, especially a past, present, future card, it's not supposed to encompass your entire past. It's more like the, here's what you missed on Glee. It's what you need to know for this reading going forward. It's what we're focusing on from your past to say, ah, this is how it affected what you're dealing with right now in your present and how your present, your, your present and past, what you've grown from and what you're currently doing will affect your future. I'm currently quietly snapping like, because like, I agree. Yes, because I agree. I do agree. Because that's what it like. That's as it is. It's mm -hmm. like what you need to know from your past to here's propel you, you into Glee. the future. Yeah, season seven of Glee. Here's what you missed on Glee. Isn't going to be Quinn's be pregnancy scare one. from or Quinn's pregnancy from season one unless they're literally going to talk about it in the episode. Yeah, it's it's what you need to know to, for this to reading. Aid your situation for yes. this reading. Yeah, I I I, I quietly and, and snapped. See, my brain, I. I feel like when I was read when it before that because that was like he he said that to me like a month ago we had that conversation like a month ago or so, but it never occurred to me before that. I yeah. just it 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 was intuitive in my brain like oh this is what you'll need for the reading this is this is the reading, but it never occurred to me that other people would be like, well why does that matter? Yeah, of course I'm going to suffer through that because I've suffered through everything before in the past. Uh, like any one of these cards you pulled could have been in my past. Yeah. But it's how it relates to your present and future. It's what you need. Yeah. It, it never, it was intuitive in the back of my head, but I never thought to voice it like that. Yeah. And so when I do do tarot readings, especially for people who aren't spiritually inclined in that area, I have to mention, I, and I always use the here's what he missed on Glee, just because I think it's really funny. And, and because it's, also, it's an automatic, oh, I know what that is. Yes. I use, I love making things put in the layman Analogies. terms. Yeah. I like putting things into ways that people can understand. Yeah. Just because, it, because it's nice, but B. Shared knowledge. Yeah, and it and it makes, it's not, it makes, means, it means I don't have to be, like, an academic about it. Yes. You feel, but it also, like, I've always heard that thing, if you can't explain it to a five-year-old, you don't know what you're talking about. Yep. And so, I'm not trying to demean my friends or the person I'm reading, but I am saying, yeah. like, if they can get it faster and easier, we can have more time talking about their cards. Yes. Rather than explaining the, explaining. the arcana and explaining the history and French yeah. and Bologna. 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 That's what like your Bologna. own. That's what your own research is for. Yeah. Your own research is to grow and to be an academic and to mm -hmm. and to learn more about your spiritual experience yeah. in the cards. But when you're reading someone, you're not gonna dump that info on them. Yeah. So that brings us to what is rundown. a good or bad reading. Yes. So a good reading is anything that makes sense to you. A bad reading is things that don't make sense to you. Meaning, just because I give you 
a scary card like the ones we mentioned earlier. It doesn't mean it's bad reading. It just means that's what the universe is telling you. Yeah. A bad message does not mean a bad reading. Yes. If that makes sense. So an inherently negative reading just means you might have something that is really important that you overcome or something really yeah. awful. You're 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 in a really dark place. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's a human thing. It's a reflective. It's reflective on your experience currently. It's a it's mirror. Not, yeah. 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 So just because it's because another person I read was like I had a really great reading and blah 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 and was telling everyone all the shit, and it's because he had a really positive reading and it was great because it was correct for a situation so it was a good reading. Yeah. But then one of my friends had a different reading and it was a little darker and a little scarier. I yeah. asked them if they wanted a hug after and they said yes. So like yeah. it was that kind of reading and that's okay too. It wasn't a bad reading, it was a good reading. It, it just was didn't an have accurate. It, it wasn't a positive. Yeah. It just didn't give them the most positive message. Their future was positive, so I'm not going to scare anyone right now. But it was it, it was just something that they were currently working on that was a little heavier. Yeah. And something that, like, just because something is negative doesn't mean that it's going to be negative forever. Exactly. It's a part it's of the some, human emo- experience. It's a part of your life that you're living right now. Yeah. So I personally don't take future cards any more than, like, a year. Because oh yeah, that, no. If you're if you're looking really, into the future past that, it's not it's, it's not going to be accurate. It's, it's going to change by tomorrow. Because it's every decision you make, it's a butterfly effect, which yeah. is yeah, a butterfly's wing can cause a hurricane. The flap of a butterfly's wing can cause a hurricane, meaning that just by flapping its wings, the air pressure it creates can turn into a larger thing, can turn into a larger thing, can turn into a larger thing. It sets a series of events in motion that can cause a hurricane. That's what the butterfly effect, in quintessentially, is dumbed yeah. down is. Yeah. Um. Do you have any? Uh, tarot card experiences that you would want to share? Oh. Because I have one. I know the one you're going to say. Is you it, do? Is it the one with me and Lexi? No. Okay, but we can, I can, tell, we can that tell that one too. Um, uh, do you want to tell that one first while I think? The Lexi one? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell my horror story tarot card reading first. Okay, I'll tell the Lexi one first while I think about Alrighty. one of my own personally. So before I started reading tarot myself it was last summer i think or two summers ago i don't remember Ooh, it was, it was two was... summers ago because lexi and i were teaching yes, at kids and co yes, it was we still... were teaching theater summer camp i it was, was still very new to my deck it was like the first six months it was the first summer after you got it in christmas yeah it was it was the first it was the 2019 first five to seven months yeah. that i had it so uh lexi and i had gone out for drinks and it was like 3 a.m like the bars had closed and we had sat in her car talking uh and we were driving home and we were stopped at a train and riley texted me she's like Oh, yeah. Riley texted me all freaked out, right? All, all, all freaked out. And was like, my tarot card said something bad's going to happen. You need to get, like, or where are you? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, dude, I'm, I was wasted. I'm like, you're, I'm fine. You lied. Well, well, being no, wasted doesn't mean I'm not me fine. I didn't want to freak me out. Also. I didn't want to scare you. But also, like, I was wasted and I wasn't driving. Yeah. I was fine. fine. Lexi was fine. So, like, I got home, like, 10 minutes later because, you know, the train. And I was like, so what the fuck are you doing? Like, I go to Riley's room. Riley's light's yeah. still on. Riley's, like, all anxiety worried about me not being, not, not getting home safely, about me dying sometime and yeah. from going from downtown to our house, which is maybe, which is usually tops about four or five minutes, but, you know, we were at the end of a train. And, and Riley was just, like, telling me all this shit. And I was like, you do realize you're reading during the fucking witching hour, right? Yeah, In a haunted house? 3 a.m. without protection at all. Yeah, no, because Riley was still a baby, which didn't know what she was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. And, like, I was like, you're reading at 3 a.m. in a haunted house. You, that's why it told you negative shit. Because the ghosts definitely sat in here and went, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. 
And so, like, I had to deal with that without even knowing what the fuck I was dealing with. Yeah. I just went, I know I see ghosts. I know it's 3 a.m. and that's the witching hour. And I know you probably shouldn't be doing that. It's The answer was yes, I shouldn't be doing that. But it was still I mean, you accurate can, in a way. If you do it at 3 yeah, because then someone's dog died, like, the next week. Yeah, someone's um, dog died the next week. Yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. Very it was really very, sad for It was it. really sad yeah. for my friend. Yeah. And, I, and it, was, it had to deal with my friend's Riley, someone with Riley my just assumed dead. it was about me because I wasn't home yet. It was like you and like Sydney. I texted both of you at the same time, being like, "Are you guys home? Are you guys safe?" Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It, it was, was definitely. Like it was definitely me just being like checking in on the people that I was very close to, that I am very close to, and just making yeah. sure that like. And so I'm not laughing at Riley's experience. I'm laughing at the fact she was an idiot. That I was an idiot. <laughs> and and if, I'm not saying you can't read at 3 a.m. It's probably stronger for you at 3 a.m. But you need to go through the need... proper protections yeah. for yourself for your environment because that's how you can invite ugly things in yeah and that was also very early on in my experience so we're summer. very lucky that nothing we're happened. very lucky that nothing happened and i that nothing was invited in because invited at the in. same time i opened, I opened we wouldn't have been able to deal with it i opened that portal and thankfully nothing bad happened with it and it's okay it's a horror story the one i think you're gonna tell no probably. okay then i'll okay because i have another story then all right but go ahead Riley. so i was taking a class my going into my senior year of high school so last year last summer and i was i was still like reading from the guidebook uh and even though it was like uh, maybe a year and a half in at that time a year i like reading from the guidebook i'm not going to shame yes. reading from the guidebook no reading from the guidebook some people is great. especially like on tiktok don't touch trust witch talk unless it's don't the educational half talk. of witch talk okay and even so don't do trust. your research even then that. they'll give you they'll give you base resources but they expect you to do your, more research yeah they're not don't trust the ones that try to give you all the information. They're not. They're not. They're, they're not, not doing it right. They're not doing, they're it. not doing it right, and they're hindering your growth. But uh, what was I going to say there? I don't know. Go ahead, Riley. Um, oh, I swear, so don't. The, some of them on Witch Talk were like, you don't. You should learn not to read from the guidebook, and I'm like, the guidebook is there for a reason. Yeah. I like the guidebook, and it's probably because I'm still young and I still don't know. Like a, I still I know a lot, but I don't know enough yet. Yeah. But it's I like the guidebook because again, it talks about what the author means with the illustrations, and I like yes. having that input. Um, I personally don't read from each individual guide's books anymore. I have a master list of just keywords okay, and then yeah. see what keywords could pop out of me and then see what symbolism from the cards that they, from the, from the deck that they chose. Cause I have mm. three different decks and, uh, sometimes when, I, have, them choose their when deck I have all three of them, I can be like, pick your deck. <laughs> I don't let them pick their deck. I'm like, if you're going to be a little sensitive bitch, you're getting the nice deck. No, and it's just like it's just so that they I can have like their energy included. Yeah. Um, but at the time I just had the one I just had one deck and it was my original deck. And I was teaching a, I was I was taking a class I was taking a chemistry class over the summer so I could be smart and graduate early from college. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> uh, but I was doing I brought my tarot cards one day because someone wanted a reading, and so someone saw it and they were like, "Oh, can I have a reading? But can you make it quick?" <laughs> already that's a red flag and i was like tarot card yeah, sure. tarot readings can be quick but generally they'll take about 10 minutes personally mine take a little longer because i like going into detail i, I know i'm just saying generally but generally a 10 minute is a good window for like yes. a three card reading yes because you can talk about all three cards it gives over three minutes per card yes um especially if you're reading from the guidebook yes it, it, and, and discussing with, with the person you're reading yes and i was I was talking to them and they were like I don't really understand exactly what you're saying which is perfectly fine I feel like you should stop me if you don't understand what I'm saying because yes. I was reading from the guidebook directly yeah but at that point I wasn't fully 
I wasn't fully in like immersed immersed enough to where I could like fully extrapolate be- further, or just or just dumb it down a little bit because it, it was it wasn't like big words. It was just but it was heightened concepts. spiritual language. Yes. Yeah. And so like, I was I, and it took me off guard. It took me like it took me out of it, and I was like this isn't going to go well. This reading is not going to go well after this because it was the first card too. And I was like, okay, cool. And then literally halfway through his reading, he was like, oh, my mom's here. I got to go. Bye. And that, it made me so upset because I'm like, why would you call for a reading? One, two, this takes time. And now I got to clear this energy and it's unresolved energy. energy. And it's unresolved and it's literally, and it wasn't working out well anyway because it just didn't make sense it put you in, in a bad position spiritually it really did like and in that, your chest in my chest it really mm-hmm. did and i was and it just really it really messed me up and so that's my tarot horror story and that's <laughs> when i'm like if you're gonna leave in the next 10 to 20 minutes don't come at me don't don't do don't it don't ask don't do it um my cha- my readings have changed a little bit since then yeah it's two um, years ago or it was a year ago it was a year ago oh wait no oh yeah we're nearing on two years so i was i only i still was it was the same summer Oh, it's the same summer. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I don't have many tarot horror stories. Yeah. Because again, I haven't been reading that long. Other than my tarot cards calling me a bitch when I'm like, yeah, am I a bitch? You're a bitch. We know it. Uh, you can also talk about like positive experiences if you want. Well, I mean, yeah, I, uh, the positive ones are the ones like uh, I was reading another one of my friends at work, and I turned over the first card, and I was reading about her past. And I looked up and she was already crying. <laughs> and that, like, it didn't make me her. feel good. I didn't make me feel good. It didn't. No, I mean, I'm mean, very concerned. But looking back on it, I'm like, oh, it was an effective reading. An effective and she reading. said as much. It wasn't like it was, this was coming out of left field. It was just something she needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a positive thing, too. It yeah, wasn't yeah. even a sad thing. It was just something that she had been doubting. And it told her she was doing well. Yes. Yeah. Riley knows exactly who it is. I'm not going to name drop her for crying. Yeah. Uh, but the other horse I was going to tell plays into the Lexi one and this is the day I bought my tarot cards so back in February because this was early this year before quarantine yep yep Riley comes in my room at like eh, 5 or 6 p.m. before it's really really dark right before the sun's set fully yeah and is like hey did we get a new ghost and I said no because at this point, I was uh, I wasn't sleeping all day yet, but I do tend to be up at like three a.m. Um, and I was like, no, I haven't felt anything. And rather was like, okay, I thought I saw something, but maybe it's just you know I'm tired, the sun, whatever, blah blah blah. And I'm in a bad mood. and I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood, and I'm on my period. Yes, that's a that's a that's a that's a, that that's is a, a major part of the story. That's a major part I'm of the story. I'm in a bad mood, and I'm in my period. Riley and I tend like I don't have mood swings on my period. I have mood swings right before my period, but Riley is moody have all moody. throughout her period. I have I'm, and Riley, I get so yeah. moody, and it's Riley's like a normal period cycle too. It's only like five to six yeah, days, whereas but, mine's like three days. But yeah, uh, the thing is, when you're releasing all those hormones, yeah. spiritually, it's an energy thing. It's an energy thing, and so I was in a bad mood. I was on my period and I was just, and I and I saw something and I was like, well, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just thinking it. I I'm tired. It's been a long day. I I was at school. It's that it's that I'm doubting myself because I'm a woman. I've been told to doubt myself my entire my whole life, especially since I'm on my period. Ding 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 ding. Um, and so I was like, no, nah, I haven't seen anything. Whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going back to my room. And I was like, cool, deuces, because I could feel she's in a bad mood. Because Riley, I can feel Riley's moods through our shared wall, and I just don't want to deal with them. 
sometimes because we're too connected we're too connected we're too connected and obviously we're very spiritually inclined so we can feel the emotion like again i say i feel energy in my hands some people feel it other places so like once our friend lexi who is also spiritually inclined oh we love lexi in this house before i started doing tarot and i just got my racks that i was meditating with yeah i let lexi hold my rocks and lexi was like i need to give these back to you because they are so overwhelmingly overwhelmingly filled with your energy and i was like cool i'll take them thank you um so that night rather was asleep because i was still in school i was asleep it was it was either nearing 3 a.m or it was a little past 3 a.m i can't remember but i walked i don't turn on the lights because um, Riley's really light sensitive. I am. And Riley's close. door doesn't close. Because we, you we know. Broke we it. broke it. <laughs> we, we broke we've it. We talked about this before. We broke it. We don't even know which one of us broke it at this point. It's a we thing. Now. It's a we thing. It's a we it's thing. A, we both messed one of up. Us definitely pushed the other into it. But I we can't... pushed you into the door, but, but see, your body broke pro- the door. Yeah. And, uh, and so, regardless, it's, it's a both of thing. our hands. It's a we thing. Uh, it's we, if, it's, we did it. It's the thing is, if one of us didn't do, if one, if we just didn't fight that day, my door would be broke. My, my door wouldn't be broken. Oh, it would have lasted a lot longer. It would have uh, lasted a lot longer. It, <laughs> it would have broken. It's not like a shattered door or anything. It's a no, wood door. It's just, it's the just off the off. hinges, and the hinges are off the wall. Yeah. Uh, so, which is funny because one of my doors, one of my door hinges, decided to come off, and mom fixed it immediately. <laughs> mom just. Did the she literally was like, "Why is it making that sound?" Glues it together. All right, we're good. And then looked at Riley's broken ass door and went. Next nah. weekend. <laughs> Next weekend. Now that we know how to fix this, and it's been a month. I know. I continue, Rachel. So, I go to the kitchen, and I'm. I I know this house inside and out. I walk through it in the dark all the time. I don't care. We I, also know the vibes of this house. I also know the vibes because I know the ghosts in this house because they're my friends. Yes. So I was in the kitchen. I was put. I put. I literally put a, something in the sink, and from my left or from my right, where Riley said she felt something. Something ran up to me. I didn't see it. Obviously, I felt it. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm not acknowledging this because I don't know what it is. I'm not going to acknowledge something until I know what it is. Because when you acknowledge demons, demons decide to stay. Yeah. Which is why we fucked up and why there's probably a demon in the basement. Not the point. So I put my thing in the sink and it's it's like almost touching my right shoulder. And I go, alright, alright, cool, 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 cool very very solemnly not as quickly as i usually walk either i slowed it down so i appeared you know casual i just walked back to my room and as i was walking back to my room because i've always done this thing in my head because i used to be afraid of the dark as a kid i don't know if you knew that i used to be because this house is fucking haunted yeah this house is fucking haunted no wonder i was afraid of the dark i lived in a haunted house yeah like we used to leave the hall light on i used to sleep with my i used to sleep with my door open with the hall light on because I was afraid of the dark. Yeah. And now I wander around in the dark all the time like an asshole. Anyway. It's because you have techniques. And it's because I'm not scared anymore. Because if something tries to fuck with me, I'll kick its ass. Continue, I am not Rachel. to be fucking trifled with. Rachel. God damn it. God damn it. Continue. I'm not even drunk anymore. Now I'm heated. But so. Now I am. I've always done this thing pressed. just subconsciously in my head where I, you know, the light, it, the light will absolve me of any sins. Like, I, nothing can follow me in the light. You feel? And I've always yeah. imagined this, like, glowing, very rope-like, golden glitter-type light at my doorway. Kind of like a veil that you walk through. Like, something you would imagine an angel would step out of. I don't believe in angels, necessarily. Or, if they do, they look like the biblical angels with, like, the 38 eyes and 5 wings. Shit like that. There's there three circles in yeah, yeah. Shit there's like so many different biblical representations. They're of not angels humanoid. that are not humanoid. 
Uh, so if anything, it's, it's that. But um, so as soon as I passed my threshold of my door, I felt it hit behind me. It didn't hit me, but I felt it come to that abrupt stop because it couldn't get past that. And I just shut my door because I didn't want to see what was behind me. <laughs> if anything, it was probably, literally, it probably wasn't corporal or corporeal. So I probably couldn't see it, but I but... definitely felt it. And so I closed my door. I sat on my bed. And as I sat on my bed, I envisioned the rope, like, golden thing circling my bed. Or, I guess, squaring my bed. Like, tracing my bread. My bread. <laughs> tracing my bread. Tracing, tracing my, my bread. Some and then bread, I slowly pushed ranch. out. In my brain, this is okay. This is hippy dippy again, and I don't it's care what you dippy, think it's of energy it. Stuff. But it's what happened. It's what we did. It's what happened. Um, and I wasn't tired. This isn't a thing that happened because I was delusional because I was tired. I'm tired all the time. I run on three or four hours of sleep generally all the time. This wasn't because I was delusionally, exorbitantly exhausted to where I just was seeing things. No, it's not what's happening. So. Um, and if you believe that, you probably did not enjoy this episode, and I don't know how you got this far into it. True. All TL shape. All TL shape. But so Sorry. as I expanded it, I expanded it to the um, lines in my room, to the walls of my room, and I could feel it being uncomfortable and like hitting where my door was still, because it was still standing there, whatever it was. He. It was a he. It was we a know he. it was a he, and he wore a suit. We know it's a he. We know it's a he. He was tall. He was tall and he wore a suit. It was vaguely slendery, actually. Very slendery, slendery. but it's... Slendery it's, in what we're describing, but it wasn't Slenderman. It, if anything, it wasn't Slenderman. It was, a, it was a man. It was a long Slenderman. Slender, slender, slender space, space man, man in a, a suit. suit. But actually, I always see a gray suit. Do you see a black suit? I see a black suit. Okay, I see a gray suit. But that that's, that's just my brain adding details. Yeah. But what we felt was suit, man, tall. Yes. Male energy, tall. I also got pale. I got pale too. Ooh. Ooh, that might be where I made the suit gray because pale suit. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I detected pale skin, but or what pale. can be described pale. as pale. Yeah, pale. Whatever. Something unsettling. Yes. And so I literally sat on the edge of my bed and faced my door and talked at it. And I was like, uh, I didn't start with "What do you want?" but I started with "Are you going to calm down?" Because it was so aggressive. It was so there. It was so fast. It was so ugly. It was ugly, 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 ugly. It was yeah. that know you're, knowing you're being followed and, and then it responding that you're following it. And it wasn't... A, it was what people are scared of in the dark. Yeah. And it was responding to me. And I felt it hit harder against my energy circle. So I reinforced the energy circle because I'm like, I'm not going to fuck with you, dude. Asked it if it was going to calm down. And it would not calm down. I gave it, like, I gave it the, huh, what do you want? And it never responded other than the hitting more. Which I didn't know how I expected it to respond, honestly, TBH. But it wasn't going to calm down to answer me anyway. Yeah. So what I did was I, okay, first of all, because Riley was dead ass asleep, I encompassed her room too. I, I, I pushed my energy field through our shared wall and just encompassed the lines of her room. And then as it felt I was growing it, it started getting angrier and angrier. And so I put on my golden glowing gloves and I pushed it. Fucking John Mulaney ass pushed it. Pushed him. Push him. I pushed him through the wall into the kitchen and he was pissed. I pushed him out into the backyard and my dog started barking the immediate second I did that. And I was like, fuck me. So I pushed it outside the back wall to our, ooh, I'm getting chills talking about it because I can remember it. And I pushed it out 
past our backyard wall and then I immediately like Wonder Woman golden lassoed the shit out of the house just with one protection layer and then for another five minutes I just imagined putting brick by brick of like golden layer of lasso around the house and I felt it being angry out in the backyard or out in the pat in our like front yard I guess because it's our past because we have a yard yeah. that wraps like halfway around the house that kind of touches the backyard but there's a wall so I felt it being mad in that side yard and I went and stood out in the kitchen and I could feel it even stronger out in the side yard. So I was like, at least, at least it's not inside. That's fine. Whatever. And I went to bed. And before I went to bed, I texted our family group chat because my mom's spiritual, but she's not like practicing anything. So she believes yeah. in things, but, but she, she doesn't, doesn't, she's not an active. She, yeah. So she doesn't call anything because she doesn't want anything. So she doesn't do anything. Yes. But so I put it in the family group chat like, hey, there was something fuck ugly in the house. Do your anything to protect yourself if you're especially if you're leaving in the morning but i think in the morning was like a sunday or something so our mother wasn't yeah. leaving are you going through the group chat to try and find it i'm gonna try and find it because my my uh, my text messages delete after 30 days mine don't um i'm already in april oh cool i'm in okay. march all right it was february ish let's see what day it was because you're gonna find it yep i found it uh march it? 12th march 12th Ooh. oh that's right before quarantine. right before quarantine the quarantine started on the 15th my job yes. closed on the 15th uh my quarantine the last day i went to school was the 13th sydney's birthday <gasps> so do you want me to read this verbatim yeah just read them verbatim so just a reminder to y'all when you wake up reinforce a mental barrier i placed around the perimeter of our house and throw a lock on it i just i imagine a gold rope type of jam and imagine wrapping it around the house like a wonder woman's lasso and putting a huge <laughs> physical padlock on it but do whatever works for you just keep the mental energy of this protection just keep the mental energy of protection around y'all the next few days, ladies. That spirit was nasty and definitely drawn to the emotional mood swing energy of both Riley and I being on our periods. Oh, um, I had just started my period that night, probably then. I'm going to sleep because I feel safely outside for the time, but but just help me out a bit when you all wake up. We're gifted. Use your gifts. Um, and no one responded. But no I one liked, responded. I, I liked pissed. the message. Yeah, right. I liked the message. But then so the next day, uh, I told Riley what happened. And she was like, that's what I felt in the kitchen. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, fuck that guy. He's still outside. We can still feel him. This was daylight. Yeah, we it was daylight. Feel we could still feel him. And so we uh, we went through and staged the house and the scary dark room of our house, which has blackout curtains that no one sleeps in, for a reason. Uh, we staged twice because it was it was still it was nasty in there. And it wasn't it's him nasty in there, but it was nasty in there. And, and he followed us window by window. Yeah, it was bad. We could we feel, could it. feel it. it. It was it was really it was really ugly. The fact that we could feel it, was, it, I was like, oh no. And it was like right against the windows too. It was, it was he was right being aggressive still. He was being aggressive still, and he took him like two days to leave. It took him a while. Yeah. And I remember being like, didn't I touch my tarot cards that night? Riley was like, oh, didn't I actively do witchcraft while I was in a bad mood and super hormonal without protection? Wow, I'm an idiot. And I went, yeah, you're an idiot. And then that night, Arthur, that night after we staged, I was like, oh, because I, I told Riley what happened. And she went, that's witchcraft, baby. You're a witch. And I was like, I'm a what? And it then is witchcraft, baby. You're it is witchcraft, baby. Congratulations. Yeah, uh, half of witchcraft is about intention. Yep. Um, but so that night I ordered my first tarot cards and that's when I got them during quarantine. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's like my, that's my villain origin story. <laughs> uh, you are the villain. We found out Rachel is the main character, but she's the fucking villain. Because I told Riley two Regina George things I did that she didn't previously know. In, in high school. In high school. And it's been five years since I graduated from high school, but that's not a long time, but I have grown since then. But I, yeah. again, I am Regina George and it, if I need to bring it out, I can and I will. But yeah, that's that's, that's our podcast, episode. guys. I hope you podcast. learned a lot. Um, this is a long episode, guys. This is a long episode. I'm sorry, Dom. Riley still hasn't 
decipher your thing. I don't know how to do codes. I will try and look at it. Maybe we'll figure it out. I don't know. Uh, Our Instagram is GrabBagPod. Twitter, GrabBagPodcast. I'm Ray Robbins, Riley's Theater Geek 244. Our email is GrabBagPodcastRR. Or, no, grab bag pod. Oh, fuck me. Ooh. Grab bag pod rr at gmail.com. When I was really drunk, uh, like the second month we had this podcast, I couldn't log into grab bag podcast at gmail. And I'm like, why can't I log into it? And so I was trying to do like an, uh, a recovery and everything. And then I ended up really realizing, oh, because it's not our fucking email. <laughs> and so once I logged into our email, I sent them an email saying, I am so fucking sorry. I was trying to log in, but I'm super drunk. And I forgot that grab bag podcast is in our email. So ignore it. Please ignore it. I'm not trying to hack you. I promise love rachel oh, and then god. our website's grabbagpodrr.wixsite.com slash my site oh god <laughs> stay safe y'all yeah bye. have a good night guys bye